Hey, this is Adam Marcus, director of Jason Goes to Hell and the upcoming Secret Santa. And you're listening to Without Your Head. of decapitation without your head this is nasty neil this is terrible troy the return the return oh yes the triumphant return (laughs) oh all right the triumphant return (laughs) Triumphant (laughs) not terrible i'm uh treacherous trista very good also returning but but not as not as long not as exciting (laughs) and also we haven't been away as long that's <laughs> mm, that's very true. That's true. Dangerous Dan Yeager, Leatherface of Texas Chainsaw 3D, uh, a cigar aficionado, and just an all around cool guy. I'm a big fan of Dan Yeager. And it's good to have good, him. Good back. to be here with you, Neil. Very good. Welcome. And we're going to talk. We're uh, going to talk about other stuff, but we have our list I'm, this I, week. I'm also an alcoholic, though. Wait. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to take a drink. Right, what, do you, what, do you, what do you have there tonight? Um, a little southern beer, straight rye. Okay, I'm more. I was, when I used to drink, I was more of a bourbon guy. Yeah, well, this is this is a local distillery up here. Right. So. Did I interrupt you, Tristan? Were you going to say something about some rye? Oh no, I was just being impressed. Oh, right, yeah. oh. it is very impressive. I'm a big fan of the rye myself. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of good ones the, out there. I went on the bourbon trail when I was in Kentucky. Which was that was pretty cool, but yeah, it was it was all burnt. And I, I think they throw you out of Kentucky if you're drinking rum. That's pretty much the only reason to go to Kentucky. Pretty much, yeah. But uh, Jason uh, Mitten lives there, who's a uh, who's our friend. So I agree, oh, yeah, actually, actually no, I, I've got a few friends in Kentucky. Uh huh. I need to get there. It's fun. It, it the uh, the Bourbon Trail is fun if you like to mm-hmm. drink a lot of bourbon. And you also learn how bourbon is made. Mm-hmm. So it's educational as well. But uh, tonight, it's not just about uh, alcohol, which you know, no. we can talk about that too. That's fine. But uh, it's when animals attack. All right, the return of the 13. Let's return a terrible choice. Let's do the return of the 13. And tonight's going to be our 13 animals of horror. I assume there's going to be a lot of, a, a few things that probably most of us have on the list. But. There may be some things that uh, they're all are unique to certain people's list, so I think this will be fun. And uh, anyway, let's we'll start. Uh, who wants to start? Number thirteen. I'll let me start. All right, number thirteen for me are the sheep from the movie Black Sheep. It's a very mm. fun uh, uh, comedy horror film. I think it's it's underrated. It's got it, it's got its fans, but uh, it doesn't get uh, it doesn't get talked about enough. I don't think so. Uh, the sheep and Black Sheep. 
It's a fun. It's a fun uh, horror movie from uh, New Zealand. My my number thirteen was The Killer Shrews. Oh my god, that's my number thirteen as well. Really, you're awesome. Yep, yep. Tristan, that's a, that's actually, the, that's the brothers really. Yeah, that's that's really a great movie too. I mean, not great, but <laughs> fun as hell, man. Just the shrews make it though. That's yeah. I think that's what yeah, there, 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 there should be some absurdity in right, yeah. these things. And if anybody that isn't familiar with it, like they, I'm not sure what kind of dogs that they used and put the shrew costumes yeah, over. Yeah. But you can, so you don't have to worry about puppets or you know animation or anything, because you just got a bunch of dogs running around with true costumes yeah. on. So it's they look, awesome. they look like the rodents of unusual size. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it reminded me, like just recently, maybe last year, if you ever saw the uh, the video where they take a small dog. And they put like a spider costume on it. Oh yeah! And they they have like all these setups where like they have a giant web set up in a subway, and it's probably like two a.m. and uh, mm-hmm. they have like a, a head and the spider web, and people are looking like, "What the hell is that?" And then this dog runs by with the spider costume. And it's great; people freak out, you know, because the dog wants to play, so he's running up to the people, and like they're freaking out. It's awesome. Oh. I just have that similar vibe in, in the the killer shrews. I I I have to admit I'm not sure I've seen the killer shrews. Yeah, me either. It's a black and white one. I'm not sure what year it's. Yeah, like like 1959, 1960, probably, probably yeah. somewhere around there. Yeah, Tristan and I are just not as cool. I did they did they remake that or did I dream it? I may have dreamt that. I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure. If nah, if they did, they nah, probably CG'd it and like had the yeah, screws yeah. No. with no shadows and things. And I'm probably conflating it with some of the others on my list. And the shrew, an actual that, shrew. It is so there. funny. I thought for sure 13 would have been, I would have been the only one with killer shrews. Ah. Does, does Trista have a list? Mm-hmm. I sure do too, yeah. My 13 is, um, well, it's very debatable as to whether it counts as horror, but um, it's the Velociraptors from Jurassic Park. Because mm. oh, the um, kitchen scene really scared me a lot. Yep. I think that would, yeah, that's an interesting thing. Does it count? Because they, but they were technically animals. They were just around Yeah, it's before, not like yeah. it's some mythical creature, you know. Mm-hmm. It's a real right. thing. Yeah, that's that's a good call. I think. Uh-huh. No strikes. No, that was a good one. And uh, I still remember going to see the first Jurassic Park. Like, you know, it really was like awe inspiring watching the movie. You know. Oh movie. yeah. And I remember there was yeah, a, that, and there that wasn't scene lines really scared me movies. too. I remember it was weeks before we could actually get see it at the old yeah. Wareham Theater, and there was like a big giant line. But yeah. It was great. Uh, number 12, they're not really in the movie a lot, but I really like them, and that are the Half Dogs in Return of the Living Dead. Oh, yeah, Split Dogs. Yeah. Oh, nice. I didn't even think of those. Oh. Creepy, because you don't see uh, yeah, they, 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 animals very often. Yeah, they, they, they attack, but only emotionally. 
Right. Yeah. They're, they're just, it's very creepy. Even if you think about it, it's more. Yeah. It's yeah. More uh, uh, psychological. The split dog there going. Yeah. Oh, that was yep. terrible. The butterflies too stuck on the pins, but I think the, <laughs> uh-huh. the dogs are. Uh, yeah, I actually felt bad for them when you see them like just writhing around like that. Agreed. So that's my number twelve. It's a good choice. Mm-hmm. Dangerous. You want Dan. me to do twelve? Oh damn! All right, all right. My 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 number twelve is uh, are the bloodworms from Squirm. Oh, nice! I mean, they had every bloodworm in Hollywood working in that movie. Um, it was good though. I mean, uh, horrible. Yeah, that's a great good. gross out thing. Yeah, yeah. The and bloodworms are real, man. You know, yep. I, I'm not sure where they range. We don't have them here. Mm-hmm. We're in New York. Been out of work for a while because they're you know you don't see them in movies anymore like you said. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of good bloodworm scripts, you know. Mm-hmm. That's true. And in that one, who was in that? Michael Rooker was he? Seeing that one? Oh God, I don't remember. Rooker. I don't think anybody I thought he was. Maybe he was. <laughs> Maybe I'm thinking. The guy that looked like Michael Rooker that was in is. that movie. He is. Is he? I think so. He's in one of those movies with uh, yeah, maybe good choice. Yeah. Oh, maybe maybe that's what I was thinking of. What's your, what's so your that number was number 12? Right. My number 12, it started out as uh, I, I switched it out because I kind of I was going to go with the Kraken from Pirates of the Caribbean 2. Oh, I see. I was, I was going to say, if you're I saying the Kraken I didn't think that really from, constituted uh, horror I thought you were going to say oh, Kraken from, from, uh, from uh, you know, the Harryhausen Kraken. But. Yeah, from Clash of the Titans. Right. And I was like, that's not. Yeah, I don't really see many animals look like that. But mm-hmm. I was going to do from the Pirates, but I thought I'd be like vetoed from, you know, not really a horror kind right. of movie. I'll be honest. So my I'm, next one is not really a horror movie, but go on. Oh, okay. So I could have went with that. But instead, it's just fine because I. I went with the uh, the killer whale in Orca. Oh, nice! That's the old Richard my, Harris movie. Yeah, that's on my honorable uh, list, honorable mentions, because it almost made my list. But I hadn't seen it for a long time. But I always really liked it as a kid. But I don't, I barely remember it. Yeah, I'd like to rewatch it. Actually, I'm kind of the same way. Like I remember it fondly. Like if I watch it now, I might laugh at it. But uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. it when I was younger. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Trista. Killer whale. Oh. My number 12 is um, An American Werewolf in London, and particularly the first attack um, was very scary for me. It definitely is very scary. That's uh, that's my favorite werewolf movie. Yeah, me too. Uh, Number 11 uh, for me, uh, it's probably argued that this isn't a horror movie, but it's The Rats in 1984, and when he's got Winston, and he's got the, the mask on him. Ooh. And they're going to come and eat his face. Great spooky visual yeah, right is. there. He's like, don't do it to me. Do it to Julia. <laughs> That's a pretty horrific scene. Yeah. I love it. And it's just simple rats, but they're they're very scary. Just sitting there in the... Oh, that's all you need at that point in time. Eat his eyes out. Lose your number 11. Well, my- oh, damn it. My, my my number 11, in keeping with the blood-sucking parasite theme, 
is the theme. giant leeches in yes. an attack of the giant leeches. Because giant leeches, man. Yeah, they made my honorable mention list. I love the giant leeches. Yeah, thankfully yeah. I never encountered a leech, so I'm happy about that. But <laughs> the idea makes me uncomfortable. Oh yeah, they're gross. Yeah. I've only had a few yeah, of them. When, 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 when we were when we were kids wading through the the creek behind the house, man, they're they're gross. Really, yeah, gross. pretty nasty. They're tough to get off too. Like you think, yeah, you just you like got, you got stick you, stuck usually, on here or usually. Yeah, usually you need the help of a friend to get them off. So. Yeah. I'm getting itchy. Hey, <laughs> and, you know, that, that scene in The African Queen, mm-hmm. Humphrey Bogart, when he gets covered with the leeches, I mean, that's that's what they are. That was that's just nasty. Life. By the way, I do want to say that Dan has an excellent T-shirt. Oh, nice. Oh. <laughs> I'm digging that. Zombie bear attack. My number 11. Mm-hmm. I've got the animals in uh, Food of the Gods. Oh, giant animals. So, or is it just all the Yeah, giants? so all kinds of giant critters. So uh, it's a 1970s movie. It's based off like an H.G. Wells story. Um, Ooh, I haven't, I haven't I, seen this. No. Mm. It, it's got giant uh, mice in it. Oh, and. Awesome. Basically, what happens is there's some kind of goo. I don't know if they even explain where it comes from, but whatever eats it gets gigantic. Yeah. And so there's one scene where, like, this woman's reaching into a cabinet, and this just freaked me out when I was, like, 10 or 12, whenever the movie came out. And a giant maggot, which is probably a foot and a half long, like, just latches onto her arm. It just looked so nasty. And then the the giant mice or rats or whatever they are, they terrorize the the town and some great visuals in it. They used like actual critters and then just you know put them amongst like small uh, models of cars and things like that. But it's it's another one I haven't seen in a long time, so I don't know. And the funny thing is, like if you read the old H.G. Wells story, it's completely different because they focus on like. A group of kids eat the stuff, and so they become like these fifty-foot giants, and then they're just mm. real pricks to everybody, and they end up trying to shoot them with cannons and things. Yeah, it's more. So they more, don't really more, focus more. on like the critters in the old story. More height bashing. Mm. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, AJ Zyla here in the chat room. He says maggots yum. And for people who don't know, <laughs> AJ's old name here on Facebook used to be AJ Maggot. So he has an affinity for maggots, apparently, Mr. AJ. So, <laughs> so that's my number 11. Uh, if anybody I'm hasn't seen it, check it out. I'm, I'm not it's big cool. on these, these uh, gooey, uh, sluggy monsters. Giant critters and things. Yeah. Which I guess makes them effective in the movie. Yeah. Trista, well, that one's still stuck there. with me, and that was 40 years ago. Right. So, you oh, know, wow. Yeah. Uh, I remember the uh, has a cool poster, I believe. Yeah, yeah, I think it's did, got like a giant mouse. Did or we rat have it on the eight millimeter? The, I don't think so because I think it came out like late seventies, okay. seventy eight, seventy nine, maybe. When Troy and I were kids, uh, our grandfather had eight millimeter projector, and we had a bunch of the old uh, 
movies and there were like five or ten minute versions of the movies <laughs> but I couldn't remember if that was one of them or not Trista you're number 11 my 11 is Silver Bullet and it's uh, it's the Hi. last werewolf I snuck in there but <laughs> I really like Silver Bullet and I like oh. Cycle of the Werewolf too. oh yeah that's so great I remember uh, having or yeah having the um, the illustrated uh, version of the book. Who when Bernie writes into the illustrations and it's like amazing. Oh, those werewolves are the best. Like yeah. nobody, nobody does better werewolves than writes into. Beautiful illustrations. Yeah. He also did a, a an illustrated Frankenstein. If you can ever get your hands That's, on. Yeah, we got. I sh- I have it somewhere. That would be great to put. Just up blows here. my mind. That was a birthday present from oh, yeah. Roy when I was a little child. Oh. I read Frankenstein. Yep. And yeah, the, the uh, illustration. And he, and he does these like beautiful pen and inks, and they're just awesome. And they're so. Whenever I think I'm pretty good, I look at that, and I just said, "Man, I suck." And tear up my stuff. It's like Frankenstein's away. lab is so intricate. There's all the little bottles and everything. It's crazy. Yeah, it's great. But that's a great choice. That's actually one of my favorite werewolf movies too. Yeah. My number ten is also a werewolf Excellent movie, choice. but it's not the werewolf in the movie. It's the dog in Bad Moon, which I think is a very underrated werewolf film. And the dog Thor is the is the hero of the movie. He saves the kid from. That's tremendous! It's a great choice. Yes, who's uh, who's a werewolf? Yep. And uh, great kind of metaphor. And he's like an evil stepdad, and he's a werewolf. And uh, just it's a really good movie. It's really underrated. I don't really hear many people talk about it. And I love the the dog in it. And then the dog is the hero. Yep. And I was almost named Thor. If people don't know this. Was oh, wow. when I was Troy apparently named me, and our mom asked him what what, uh, and it was between his favorite comic book character Thor and like a friend in school named Neil. And I'm glad. <laughs> so you got boring on that one. Yeah, I think I would have got like bullied as a kid. Like, yeah, that's true. A Thor. I think I think I saved you a little bit on that one because like. You Even Troy was kind of weird, you know. You should have at least made it your middle name, you know. Uh, I can change it, I guess. <laughs> it's Lee at the moment. Which is after our grandfather. What's your uh, number 10, Troy? Well, I think we're doing Dan first. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Dan. I'm always, uh, out, I'm my, always out of order. My, my, You're my, out of order, fella. My my number ten is the giant tarantula from Tarantula, which I think was fifty nine. I can't remember. Yeah, it's good. But just another atomic mutant that you know escapes. Yeah, from that era, that was you know a recurring theme. You know. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, I I I, I, lo- I love them giant atomic animals. Can't help it. You know. What would be a good one that they've never done? What's a good animal or, or insect that uh, has never been giant in a, in a movie that would work? Hmm, that's a tough one. No, the praying mantis. I don't know if we've had a. Praying no, they mantis. did the mantis. There was the was deadly giant mantis. Though? Yeah, he was giant. And it I didn't see had that. Had like a big, like chicken wing looking claw. I think most of the time you just saw like the big pincher claw, right? Because uh, the, the I'd say aphids have done, done a lot. What about like a giant big bunny? Aphid. 
The giant bunny? But, yeah. Well, giant, yeah. giant bunny would rule. Just a, just or a, a giant bunny. Uh, yeah, I would love that. <laughs> or a ladybug, because it would be kind of cute, and then it would just be eating people. And stuff. Oh, and it could fly, kind of right? That's yeah. Funny. I think a tick. Big ass ladybug. Ass, like a big tick, and it just gets all filled with blood, and the guys just kind of. It was of always like, a gross, like Dungeons and Dragons monster is a giant tick. Bed bugs. Or oh, a giant bed bug would be evil. Yeah, I mean that. It doesn't that even would have to be giant. They yeah. just need to to mutate <laughs> Oh, that's true. It's topical, especially a few years ago when it was pro a problem. Bed bugs. Oh yeah. The hotels and stuff. Oh yeah. Good night, sleep tight. All Don't right. let the bed bugs bite. Coming this summer. I like it. All right, my number ten mm -hmm. are the. Uh, Cat people and cat people. But this one, one of the few times that I'm going with the uh, remake and not the original. Really? So I'm going with the Malcolm McDowell cat people. Yeah. Okay. I just oh, okay. I thought okay. they were cool. I was thinking there was like one app, but I see. It's kind of like uh, when I think of the thing. Oh, I the thing or yeah. something. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yes. All right. Yeah, there's an old 1950s cat people, too. Mm -hmm. But. Uh, the one with Malcolm McDowell, I think, is cool. I'll be honest, it's not Malcolm's all like swaggery and. Oh, really? I know the. He's kind of younger Malcolm when he was still like you know swaggering and kind of sexy and stuff. Uh, I think he's still pretty, pretty handsome, sexy man. He is for an older dude. He is pretty sexy. It's true. When 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 I uh, did that video interview with him, and I was like, I watched um. What's what's the movie with the X-rated scenes that he did? Uh, Oh, Caligula. Caligula. I was like, I, my, I, that's one of my mom's favorite movies. And he just said, no wonder you're so fucked up. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> All right, Trista, you're number 10. My number 10 is um, Church from Mary Lambert's Pet Cemetery. Excellent. Excellent. On my list as well. Older, newer, doesn't it matter? She said the, the Mary Lambert one. Mary Lambert. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. The original one, yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's a great choice. It's a, uh, it's a lot higher on my list and uh, very memorable. And it's a spooky critter. It is. I actually do think it was the only thing I liked of the remake. I don't like it as first as, as much as the original one, but, but I I actually think there was an element of it that they should have went more into because in the remake, it's really the only scene I like in the remake is that the um, church actually lures Gage into the road uh, to get run over, which he doesn't. Even oh no, kidding! But and it kind of I thought it added something like he's you know he's evil. He's he's trying to get the the child yeah. killed, but uh, it they didn't really go much with it. But I thought it was the only interesting part of the. I didn't even hate them. I, I just think the like everything about it's not as good as the, as the first one. So I yep. don't know what the point is. But I, I love uh, Church in the original. Mm -hmm. uh, nine. My nine is Cujo, as Dan would say in Cujo. Excellent. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Cujo is a great movie. Um, I've never read the book because I know a lot of people read the book said it's not nearly as good as the book. So, but I don't. I have. I don't have it to compare it to. I it's totally different. It. Yeah, they're never as good as the book. Mm. And a D. Wallace, D. Wallace really sells uh, how um, scary the dog is in the movie because 
the dog might not be really that scary, oh, yeah. like the actual dog. But uh, I think uh, her acting is amazing in the movie, and it really uh, uh, puts it o- puts it over that that this is a. We know when I watched a lot of her movies recently, like when she we had probably her on, freaks like, out the dog. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like I mean, I always knew she's a good actor, but you really can see how great she was. Uh, there is in because uh, she's oh, really yeah. good in Red Christmas too. Recent uh, horror movie, I thought it was good. But yeah, the, the it's really not a movie I can think of that she wasn't like excellent in. You know, mm. even if the movie wasn't so great, like she's always good. Agreed. All right, Dan, you're number nine. Number nine. Number nine. I have the uh, the octopus from Tentacles. Nice. Which is a terrible movie. Okay. Yeah. Most, most of them are terrible. But uh-huh. I don't know. There's but the critters cool. Yeah. You know, they, they, I love the poster of that movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just brilliant. It, it inspired me to uh, start writing this uh, Lake Monster script, which I still have to finish. I think I'm on page 25, but I've been there since January, so. I'm not making much progress, but you know, it's, it's a psycho octopus. I mean, why? I don't know what made him so angry. I forget. <laughs> I can't remember either. To be honest. There's somebody really what his famous. motivation was. I don't know. Yeah. There, there's somebody really famous in that movie too. And I can't remember who it is. I think you're right. Since we do um, video, it's a lot harder for me to cheat and, and Google it and Google it on IMDb. Yeah, I know. I, I the, you you have to have it on your phone. Yeah, it'd still be very noticeable. Movie. Oh yeah, I'd, I'd have I, I'd have to go dig up the poster at this point. Right, somewhere. That's why I, I plan on getting a second monitor. Maybe I can, maybe I can cheat and do it easy. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But yeah, I'm, I'm not positive. I, I can look it up on my phone. Uh huh. Has there been a great uh, octopus? Like like a great octopus movie. Yes, it's higher up on my list though. Okay, all right, interesting, interesting. All mm. right, Troy, uh, what were we on nine? This is number nine. All right, number nine is uh, the first of my gorillas on my list. Mm. Is uh, the gorilla and murderers in the room morgue? Oh yeah. So I I think it's probably forties maybe. Um, and it's a good gorilla suit. It's a good like gorilla costume. They got the guy in and stuff. And uh, it's you know an Edgar Allan Poe story. And how can you go wrong? Gorilla killer, Edgar Allan Poe. Say no more. I've not Trista, seen the movie. You're I feel oh okay. All right. I haven't seen it either. It's been years since I've seen it, but when I was a kid, I loved it. It was um, quite the twist. Yeah. yeah. All right, your number nine, Trista. My number nine is also, um, this one's not a horror movie, but um, it's The Flying Monkeys from The Wizard of Oz. Oh. Because oh. those scenes were very scary as You well. don't get any scarier than that. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and it, 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 uh, Wizard of Oz is definitely a horror movie. Oh, hell yeah. I well, guess so, huh? Yeah. It's like yeah. nightmare stuff in that. The Lollipop Guild. But yeah, the, the waitress is scary. And yeah, tearing I apart the poor scarecrow, you know. 
Yeah, she really terrorized him, huh? It's got a robot. I mean, and like, you know, yeah, it's got everything. Crazy. Maybe a lycanthrope with the lion, you know? <laughs> Be like a wear lion. True. That's a good pick. I didn't think of uh, the flying monkeys, but I like that a pick. Yeah. I wanted to have monkeys in mind, too. I could think of a good monkey. Uh, I th- I thought of a monkey. He didn't make my my list, but uh, I know it's a movie Troy doesn't like. But he's <laughs> I know exactly what you're thinking. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. Number eight for me is uh the shark in Zombie Two because it's an amazing scene where a zombie battles a shark and it's a real shark battles. Well, not battling a real zombie, but it's battling a guy in a, in a zombie. Dressed as a zombie underwater. Or so you think. It's true. You might be. Yeah. So, this is a crazy scene, and uh, I love it. So, uh, the shark in Zombie 2. Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't think it has a. I don't, wet. Huh? I didn't, I didn't think you could get zombies wet. Well, in this, in this one, he can even swim, but I think part of the thing is that like, hmm. they just walk under the water. On the on the sur- on the surface. Oh, the like of- like the Pirates of the Caribbean. Right. Yeah. yeah. So Zombie Two is the sequel to is the Italian. I gotta see that. I, the, I I think I think Tentacles is the most recent movie on my list. <laughs> I gotta catch up. All right, we'll we'll we'll, we'll get you a list of, of, uh, of a few movies to catch up. Zombie Two is like from the seventies, I think. So it's it's a little while. Ago. Yeah, it's good stuff. Though. I like. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I, I gotta look that up. Yeah, it's an excellent uh, it's an excellent zombie movie. I think it's one of the best zombie movies. Right under Dawn of the Dead for me. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, number eight, Troy. Or Dan, I'm sorry. Number eight, Dan. <laughs> um, mine is kind of a double header because I love them equally. Willard and Ben from yep. Willard first and then Ben. Because... That might be they're a little just, higher on my list. They're they're just regular rats, you know, but they're they're awesome. I agree, and that's the one I actually think the remake is good too. Like I like the original. I've like seen the remake. remake. I, I like yeah, I'm I'm always hesitant about remakes. Mm-hmm. I am too. Crispin Glover is real good as Willard, though. Yeah. He's uh, yeah, he really is. And his he's believable. And Arlie Yarmy's great as like the boss. Yes. Yes. And uh, uh, Crispin Glover's version of the Willard song is awesome. If you people could uh, look it up on YouTube. All right. Not like Ben, the two of us ben. need look yeah, I mean, no ben. more. Yeah, yeah. It's a, he'd his version yeah. of that, yeah, Ben. Oh, okay. I like it. I used to play it on. So that was number eight? Every once in a while. Yep. That was number eight. Oh, okay. All right. My eight is uh, the spiders in arachnophobia, which I think is mm. a really cool movie. And I like the the spiders. You get they range from like big spiders to like just spider spiders and some big ass spiders. You got all kinds of spiders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Andrea brings up that uh, Michael Jackson did the theme song of, for Ben in the original. You know, really? They didn't like. I it. don't remember that. It's been. I don't think I've seen it since. <laughs> It was in its second theatrical run back in you know, okay. 1975. 
I remember watching on TV, like on channel 38 or, or whenever one of yeah. our local uh, channels, they would show it uh, quite a lot. But well, was, Jackson's was kind of like, then the two of us need look Yeah, no this more. is the same song. It's kind it's of a sweet Chris, song. It's the same yeah. song as Crispin Glover singing. I also, at the end of uh, the song Rats by Pearl Jam, Eddie Vedder kind of does a kind of a dark, uh, like just a bit of the song, but he, oh, really? he does a little bit of Batman in that one too. Yeah. So it's a good song anyway. I forget what album it's off. Like their third. Andre also says, uh, arachnophobia did not help my arachnophobia. Mine either. Mine, mine, I think, stems from when I was a little kid, though. And, uh, Neil, did I ever tell you this one? I think I probably did. I don't know. Well, all I... right. Well, I always had a problem with spiders because I was probably seven years old, maybe a little younger, and I was lying in bed and just chilling, waiting to sleep, and I was just on the verge. And I felt something that felt like snow just falling on me and I was like hmm, it's the middle of summer I don't think this is snow and so I turned on the light and a spider egg sack had burst oh. on the ceiling and I was covered with baby spiders which just freaked me out and I love spiders to look at from a distance but I don't right. think I could ever get like a tarantula as a pet yeah, and yeah. If, if, had, had you slept through that, you would have inhaled a few of those. That's true. Then I might have been able to climb walls now. You never know. <laughs> Depending yep. on the spider. I missed my opportunity. And arachnophobia, oddly enough, is one of the universal human phobias. Every they, Apparently, every baby born has a natural fear of spiders. Some wow. weird beetle flying on thing right now. And some of us overcome it. Oh. I didn't. Uh, I hate spiders. Yeah, I know, I'm not a, like, I wouldn't say hate them, but yeah, they, they can be creepy. But I remember when, uh, you remember, probably remember the story, I think we were visiting Ernie in South Carolina, and I like we got uh, uh we were fishing and like I went up like uh, the hill and I got all the ants started biting me. Oh yeah, like the uh, fire ants. ants. Yeah, yeah, yep. That maybe not like ants. Mm-hmm. But it's there's, pro- there's probably a reason why. Yeah, like an ant phobia of of spiders. Yes, stemming from when they were poisonous. Uh, what were we on? Eight. And Goodman's real good in arachnophobia too. He, Goodman's he's he's great. Good, so. He's so funny. Yeah. yeah I love he has Goodman. The, like blustering yeah. confidence in that movie. <laughs> oh yeah. Yep. Like completely yeah. undeserved <laughs> confidence. <Yep. laughs> it's very funny. Which is good. I think that's move, a movie kind of like Gremlins, where you got like the good horror stuff going on and then good comedy stuff happening. Yeah, I wish kinda he bound, had a, gr- a bigger out. role actually in the movie mm. um, because he's so fun. Mm-hmm. I really like him. Yeah. Did any of us have that on when we did the comedy horror list? Did you have that on your list? I don't think maybe you did. I did at that time. time. Yeah. yeah. I think it's so scary. It's hard to <laughs> appreciate. Yeah, it's true. So gross, you know. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Andre says, uh, I had spiders hatch in my bedroom too. Jeez. Oh my goodness. 
that's why now, like, I'll always gather them up and put them outside whenever, like, you know, a spider's got an egg sack downstairs or something. I'll just Ugh. usher them away. I'll relocate them. I'm going to try to get a picture of this weird... I don't know what this is. i got a weird beetle flying under my laptop. <laughs> oh, you're having oh, yeah. a, an animal attack right now? I am. I don't know what kind of animal this is. looks like a bee. I think it's a beetle. Oh, you're not trying to like mess with us, are you? No, I just took a picture of it. I'm gonna I'll post. I'll send it to whoever wants a picture of it. Really? Yeah. You're Neil's- such a showman. You've like organized an animal attack. <laughs> I can't get him to fly into into the frame. Yeah, you just wait. He's gonna be attack. He's gonna be tearing out your throat before they yeah, show him. Eating your face. <laughs> yeah. You'll be taken over. You will be that beetle by the end of the show. I think he's a beetle. I don't know what he is. Kind of looks like a bee, but I don't see like a stinger on Neil's him. He's going to have the antennas going at the end of the show. <laughs> I sent you a picture, Troy and Trista. Humans, you must watch this so show you, next you, week. You can watch it through this while you're doing the show. But anyway, uh, number eight, Trista. Trista. My number eight is um, Black Phillip from The Witch. Oh, that's it. Uh, that's well, I didn't even think of that. That's a really good choice. I don't. Thanks. I don't think I remember that. The black. The black goat. Oh, oh okay. All right. Yep. Yep. The witch. Yeah, it's a good choice. Yeah. Thanks. He yeah, attacks but... the dad in a very aggressive, severe way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the devil. Yeah, just the imagery is very creepy in the movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't even think of that. That's a good one. Uh, seven was mentioned, but it's uh, Willard and Ben in Willard. The rats of Willard. Second time rats have made my list. Number seven for Dan. a rat thing going on, I see. Seven for Dan. My seven is an old classic of course, King Kong, but from 1931. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. I mean, he was big, mm-hmm. but he was still just a gorilla. I agree. Yeah, he's, he yep. does. He is on my list as well. He's as higher, he is but, on mine. It's uh, one of my favorite movies. I remember watching many times as a child. Really got my love of uh, stop motion and... Uh, I still love it today. It's the last film I got there, both Troy and I got to see in a theater up until this point. <laughs> yep, it's so, true. We saw it right before the pandemic started, and I've not been back to the theater since. So. But if that's the last one we get to see, that's it's a good one to end on. We ended on a high note then. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to beat King Kong. And I, like I said, I always loved it. Then we watched it again. Uh, it still holds up, and not just, oh, yeah, and uh, you King pick Kong, out yeah. things that you don't remember from seeing it before. Mm-hmm. All right. And the, the cut that we saw was so clear, too. It was just it oh, was yeah. great to see it like that. Yeah, I don't think I'd ever, I've ever seen it so clear. And it's another one, like, I think when they put the extras in it that were cut out, there's a reason that some of that jazz was cut out, because some of that looks pretty bogus, like I when agree. they got the... The giant foot stomping on like the yeah, natives the and stuff. And it, they're doing like the Bugs Bunny, like, ah, thing when the foot's coming down. I so I'm sorry, that was number seven? Yeah. Yeah. All right. My number seven are the uh, piranhas in 
Piranha uh, yeah. 3. Number 3. The 3D yeah, or, or three. the flying front or the I think the flying ones were in two, weren't they? Okay, yeah. Three, like, I just thought they were like these great, vicious piranha. They were just awesome. The the new one, the 3D one? They eat a man's ankle, you know? So that's, that's, how can you go wrong with that? Right. There's a picture of me making out with a a piranha from the (laughs) John Gulliger piranha movie. His was what? Was his four or was this one? It was that. Well, that was just called Piranha. Maybe it is Gulliger. I think what you, I don't think it's actually called Piranha 3. I think it's called, this is called Piranha 3D. Oh, okay. Then that's what it is. And then the other one was Piranha 2 Double D, I think, the John Gulliger one. But uh, I remember that. Gulliger did both or he just did the sequel to the 3D one? No, he just did the sequel to the 3D one. But the, um, okay. The 3D one, I think. I think it was like the first, the well, it was the first 3D movie we went to see in the new, you know, uh, version of 3D. Yeah, the, the new badass one. 3D. Yeah. yeah, it really was fun at the theater. I don't think the movie's nearly as fun if you watch it at home and not in 3D. It's no, fun. it probably isn't. But 3D, yeah, it was great. It was. I I I got the Blu-ray, but I haven't figured out how to hook my 3D glasses up to the projector yet. Hmm. Oh, wow. I'll eventually figure that out, and then you can all come over and we'll watch it in 3D. I like it. It sounds good to me. I miss miss back in the day. They'd have the, they'd show 3D movies on Channel 38 or whatever. And then, like, at the local, it wasn't 7 Eleven, but Tedeschi, it was like a 7 Eleven, but, you know, it was our local (laughs) one. And, like, you'd have to go and buy a Slim Jim or whatever, and you'd get a free pair of uh, 3D glasses to watch the movie on Saturday or whatever. Yeah, that was the old red and blue lens. Yeah. Uh, there was paper a gorilla movie. I don't know if anyone has, but there was a gorilla movie on that. There was a 3D gorilla movie, wasn't there? Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. I don't think it's. I good can't remember what it was called. Yeah, it was. It was pretty bad. So. I still never, even though it's one of my favorite movies, I still never got to see the creature from the Black Lagoon in 3D. That'd be kind of nice, though, if they would upgrade, like, like the creature. And do it in like the new 3D, where it would actually like kind of look like something happened. I would enjoy yeah, that. I would, think, I would, I would think that'd be pretty easy to do technically. You know, you would think. Yeah, they I mean, they've the, got uh, they've got to have the separated channels. They just need to. Because even in your movie, Dan, you know the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they take the uh, the old images of the of the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre and they put it and they make it 3D. Yeah, I know it's you know it's a short part, but yeah, you would think yeah, to be able to do it. Yeah, that new 3D, I just I, I think love. They were it. planning on doing that with out. old movies, but then the 3D TVs didn't take off, so then they didn't like 3D a lot of the older movies. All right, that was uh, seven number seven, Trista. Seven, Trista. Oh, um, me? Yeah. Um, my seven is um, the dog in the thing, and specifically the scene in the Ooh. kennel where he goes to turn, go after the other dogs and then yeah. transform. Yeah. You guys thought of some good pick. ones. Yeah, I didn't I even think of that one either. Yeah, that's a good. That's a really good pick. And that's uh, when they did the prequel. I mean, that's like the whole basis of it is the dog. Uh, I mean, that's really how the whole movie starts. It's because the dog has the as the thing, and then it's sad because you don't want anyone killing animals in the movie. But 
if they would have killed them all, things would have been fine. Number six, uh, the birds in the birds. Oh, yeah. That's How did I forget that? Shame on me. Yeah, it probably should even be higher on this. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with Alfred Hitchcock. And, yep. uh, I mean, it's a scary movie, thinking that, you know, birds would attack you because the birds are around all the time. And, and and they're just regular birds. Right, yeah, they're not. Uh, yeah, you go outside. That's the ones you see. They didn't. It's just when they all get together, man, they're dangerous. Right. And Mother Nature decides it's time to get rid of us and the, and the birds. Mm-hmm. Turn on us. Yeah, well. it's very effective. So you're number six, Dan. My number six is actually a movie I have never seen, but someday I will get to see it. And then either it'll move up um, the list or you're going to take it off. You're like, what was I thinking? Well, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, I saw one clip of it once, uh-huh. uh, just, just the amazing. briefest thing. And I realized this is the movie. It's from 1930. But it is the movie that Steven Spielberg had to have watched when he got inspired to make Jaws. It's a movie called The Sea Bat. And it's about this giant bat ray that attacks these I think they're I think they're sponge divers or something. And anyway, they, they built a giant rubber bat, sea bat, a, a, a bat ray, but it's huge. It's bigger than the boat. And they, you know, they tow it through the water and make it attack the boat. And I mean, it's straight out of Jaws, but it was made in 1930. Wow. And it's called wow. the sea bat. I've never and even I, heard I, of that. I, I, I got to find it. It's yeah. somewhere out there. I, I know there's somebody with like a, a Betamax copy of it somewhere, and you know it's 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 gonna surface. I haven't looked for it in years either, so I should probably look again. It might it might be online now. I should have I should have right. checked. I'm gonna have to look for the that C-Bat, one myself. Nineteen thirty. All right. It's I oh. think it's on Wikipedia. Uh, Andre says uh, Andrea a Hitchcock tortured Tippy Hedren uh, during the birds. I mean, he's known not to be a big fan of actors. Uh, Hitchcock was a dick, but he still, you know, made good stuff. Uh, my number six, mm-hmm. we got giant ants and them. Oh. Can't go wrong with the giant that, ants. That one's, just that, awesome. one's, that, that one's further up on my list, too. <laughs> Flamethrower on the giant ant. I just love uh-huh. everything about that. I just think it's the coolest thing. Mm-hmm. Ants. Bad. Big ants. And that was, uh, that was uh, James Whitmore and uh, oh, Santa yeah. Claus from Miracle on 34th Street. Oh, my God. I forgot that. It's been yeah. a while since I've seen them. Uh, There's a lot of these movies i got to go back to and watch again sometime. Yeah, that's that's how I'm stuck in the 70s. Is there are so many good movies that I still haven't seen, you know. I'm I'm working my way through them. Though. Right. <laughs> I got to quit rewatching the ones I've already seen. <laughs> well, if you so like them, no harm in that. Yeah, just kind of like filter these ones in, you know, like in between, like old favorites. Just throw one of these bad boys in. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, AJ says classic choice, classic movie. Krista, what do you got for six? My number six has already been mentioned, but it's arachnophobia. And um, I love John Goodman in that movie. And and the film is just a, a it's a really good movie. It's really well done. Yeah. Yep. Uh, five uh, for me is not to mention yet, and that's the cockroaches and creep show. Mm, great choice. Didn't that think of that bugs either. Bugs got your tongue. Uh. Yeah, it's, uh, that's a really like uh, I love that movie, but that 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 episode of Creep Show is like uh, that's the creepiest one to me. Where the rest of them are, it's fun too. But uh, the monsters and the rest of Creep Show, like I enjoy watching, but the bugs are just they're nasty and gross. Are uncomfortable, yeah. yeah. And E.G. Marshall's so awesome in that too. Nice like Upson Pratt, do it first, do it now. <laughs> yep. Yeah, awesome. Cockroaches. I don't like cockroaches. Oh, right. nobody Probably does. No, so. Yeah, I was going to say who's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I really like cockroaches, Neil. What are you talking about? But I'm sure someone does. <laughs> what is your number five? Did you see that bug, Troy? Do you know what kind of bug that it was? I think he flew away. That was an impressive bug, but I, I'm really not sure. I think you're right, though. I think it's some kind of beetle. Yeah, it has the markings of a, of a bee, but it's got yellow and oh, black. Oh, wow. He's, yeah, he's kind of pretty in a gross way. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's like a mutant bumblebee that, like, Mama Bumble got it on with, like, a beetle or something. I don't it, know. It's, it, it, it it's is some a, kind of weird hybrid. It isn't a murder hornet, is it? <laughs> I think it's pretty might big. Be. This is pretty big. It looks like a bumblebee. I think he flew away. He liked me, though. He wasn't attacking me. He's saving you for later. <laughs> You're dessert, man. Let me finish your show anyway. Uh, five. That was my five. Uh, five for Dan. Number five. I, I, uh, the sea the bat, of course, led me to Jaws. And, oh. You know, Jaws. Yeah. It's hard to be. Can't go wrong with Jaws. Yep. What, what, what was, what was the shark's name? And Bruce, I think. Jaws. Yeah, Bruce. they called him Bruce, I guess, on the set. Uh huh. Yeah, Bruce and Jaws. Yeah, Jaws is amazing. I'm sure other people here talk about it, but uh, so many people like yeah. uh, talk about scared of uh, spiders and stuff for movies. But um, you know, I know so many people. Even when we were doing the interviews for Jaws this week, Tristan and I. Uh, we're saying, you know, after they watched Jaws, they were afraid to, to even go like in the shot or take a bath or, you know, fish or uh, yeah. uh, go swimming. And, and, and it, it made me want to become an oceanographer. Hmm. Oh, wow. But then I was, I was, I, I was living in rural Ohio at the time. The oceanography opportunities are rather limited there. Hmm. What a bad choice. And I don't know. I eventually forgot the uh, now you've got the time. Yeah. Yeah, I love Jaws, and uh, I've mentioned this many times, but it's filmed uh, near uh, myself. But uh, I always, uh, I mean, the, the shark's amazing, but uh, for me, what really makes a movie are the three uh, main actors. And the tension in the movie, it's just amazing. 
Uh, my number five has been mentioned, and it's Willard. Mm. Not really much to add to it, just um, Ernest Borgnine as his boss is great in that one, too. He's just, oh, that's right. He's a miserable prick in that, you know. Yeah, he, he's, he's been in some great ones. Oh, yeah, yep. Your number five, Trista. All right, Trista. My number five has also been mentioned, but it's Cujo. Oh, and um, I had a lot. I, I feel like I I watched the movie a little differently. I'm I feel like I'm on Team Cujo. Not that I want him to hurt anyone, but it's not his fault. I have a lot of right. empathy for Cujo. Mm -hmm. Yep, you could fix him. <laughs> yeah, I love Cujo. <laughs> Uh, four, I think, is going to be my last one that's not been mentioned before. But uh, the Simeon Rat Monkey in Dead of <laughs> Nice. It's, uh, it's a, an amazing-looking uh, monster. Well, it's a, a monkey, and he's what uh, starts uh, all the, uh, the zombies in the movie. You guys got the good monkeys. I, I couldn't think of any monkeys. I, I have another monkey that didn't make my list, but he, he was close right. to making the list. But I didn't put him on the list because I knew he'd be very mad about if I had him on the list. <laughs> I'd be shaking my fist. How could you? I, I think it's, I stand by the movie. But uh, The Simeon Rat Monkey, Dead Alive. I mentioned the movie a lot because I love it. I rented it many times. From the VHS store. You're number four, Dan. Uh, my number four is my last um, aquatic monster. It's the the it from it came from beneath the sea. Nice. nice. So I believe that? that that's that that was that was a Ray Harryhausen. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Octopus. But he was, oh, he was so huge. He tore apart everything. He destroyed San Francisco. Which, yeah. I love San Francisco. <laughs> that's a great movie, though. And then, like, that's that's based off of the old, um, shame on me. It'll come to me. You guys go on. All right. You're, you're the next one. But, the uh, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> It's awesome. Um, Ray Bradbury. Yeah. Ray Bradbury, sorry. Craig Lindbergh adds a beast from 20,000 fathoms. Uh, well, we, all, we only had 13. Right. <laughs> I know. Not 20,000. Uh, number my number four is the only one left on my list that hasn't been mentioned. Um, and again, it's kind of one of those. Is it a horror movie? Maybe, maybe not. But uh, Mighty Joe Young, I just love him. He's That's the a man. good pick, yeah. I was not, not the remake, but the original one. Yeah. Although I have nothing against the remake, I thought it was pretty decent. I like it too. Uh, I don't even remember the remake to be honest, but I love Mighty Joe Young. That uh, was one I liked a lot as a kid. Very sympathetic seen that in, and like, decades. Yeah. That one doesn't really get That's true. It's not one you see. Yeah. That and Sonicon, too. You don't really uh, see anything. No, and I think I think it's a good movie, too. I think it was probably one of like those early Harryhausen ones. And, uh, and Joe's just so cool. 
He's just the man. He is very sympathetic. Yep. Nobody ever made a giant orangutan movie, though. I'd, I'd be all about that. Gorillas every which way, but I want to. Oh, that's true. But if you made like the orangutan, like Mighty Joe Young size, yeah, then that would be pretty cool. And uh, you know, Planet of the Apes. Yeah. I almost included Planet of the Apes because I love it, but uh, yeah, they're you know, not, really it's not really horror, and it's their feet people. Yeah, well, I guess they are just they're just apes who that evolved. So I guess it, yeah, yeah. Yep. All right. Yeah, looking I back, cool, I probably would have included that too. Yeah, I have a cool uh, Planet of the Apes shirt, but it's too big for me now. But it it just says um, the only good human is a dead human. Like. <laughs> True uh, words. Number four for Trista. My number four has already been discussed, but it's the birds. That, one, that picks for that. the birds. <laughs> that's so lame. No, that's a good pick. My joke. Number three has also been mentioned: a church and pet cemetery. Still a good choice, though. Poor church. Uh, a path I walk to every day looks like the uh, like the path to, to pet cemetery. <laughs> I also found a, it was really weird. I was at the old what's it called? Old Town Burial Ground. Detroit, you know where it is? It's in Sandwich. I know exactly. I've never been there, but I've, I've driven never been past there. So I started walking a lot, and so I was. Uh, it's a really cool. It's I think it's the oldest cemetery on Cape Cod, and uh, anyway, the, is it? I think so. And well, as I think it is the oldest um, um, tombstone. And so there's a uh, there's this big uh, like broken down like a tree, and it's just like a bear like a barricade. In the cemetery, and I tried to take a picture, but you couldn't really get, see that it's like a barricade. But it made it was very my mind started to race because it's like, why is there a barricade in the cemetery? Like, what are they trying to block? <laughs> are they trying to block something from getting out or coming in? It's very weird. And then at that, a little bit after that, is when I was walking around, and this big dog came up, and uh, and I thought I was alone in the cemetery just walking around. Whoa. It was a very friendly dog, but it still scared me when I thought I was alone in the cemetery. And oh, sure. I don't know where he came. Most have been you dogs. made a friend in the cemetery. And there's also That's canoes. Kind of... There's canoes. I think that dog's eternal, so you don't have to worry. <laughs> that could be. There's also canoes at the at the end of the, the cemetery. It was, that was another if you're a zombie and you just want to go out and have a little cruise around I just thought, like, you know, in case you need to escape the cemetery, like, I don't know. I overthink <laughs> everything, but I'm like, this is a barricade, and then there's, like, canoes for escaping. I don't know what's going on. Put your ghost dog in the canoe and take off if you, mm-hmm. you have to. You know. Possible. Number four, Troy? Four. Number three, Dan. Three, I'm sorry. Uh, my my number three has been mentioned. I think actually this this one might be on everybody's list. The birds. Mm. That was that was my. I was the only one that didn't think of the birds. You didn't get the birds. No. Man, I was the only one that didn't think of it. What's your number three? My number three has been mentioned too, and it's Cujo. 
don't really have much to add to yeah, it. I, did, like, I didn't um, get Cujo on my list. So. Oh, okay. So you're the only one without Cujo. I'm the only one without the birds. Mm -hmm. uh, Trista, number three. My number three is Cat People, but it's the 1942 Cat People. Oh, that's a great one, too, though. Yeah, and the scene where she turns into the panther, it's, you know, it's black and white. They don't hardly show anything, but it's beautiful and scary and effective, I think. Oh, yeah. But even in the new one, they don't have, like, a really big, like, transformation type scene and stuff. So, I mean, like. Sometimes you don't need it, you know, like it's always great when you see it like, uh, you know, like an American werewolf in London. But sometimes, you know, you can just kind of take it as, all right, they turned into a big cat. Uh, my number two is uh, the giant ape in King Kong, which has been mentioned. Can't go wrong, man. Number two for Dan. My number two... Uh, is the uh, the uh, carnivorous rabbits in Night of the Lepus. See, I almost brought that up when Tristan mentioned yes. the, the giant bunnies. I was like, well, maybe yeah, some of they're not giant. Like, they're, yeah. just, they're, they're big. They're right. big, but they're not giant. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, they're just, there's just a swarm of them, you know. I mean. <laughs> yep. I see a lot of bunnies on my walks now, too. Now I'm going to be worried. I think they're all cute. Someone's going to steal my giant bunny idea. I, I know. That's why sometimes <laughs> yeah. I was wary of bringing up ideas. Of like, of That's what I've noticed in Forestdale. There's been like, well, because the other morning, um, I've been working the overnight shift. So, like, I'll do like a 5 a.m. walk around the school. And I've been seeing this, like, probably the healthiest coyote I've ever seen. He's like, oh, wow. he's just really chesty and built, real friendly. He'll come out and like look at me and stuff. And uh, I was like, wow, why is, you know, I bring him out some food or something, but he looks pretty well fed. And then I noticed that there's hundreds of bunnies all around the Forestdale School. So I think that's why he's so well fed. So in sandwiches, he's in the year of the rabbit. Yeah, he is. I don't have to worry about him. I saw, I mentioned this on my Facebook, guys, the second night, last night was when I went out for a walk, and, you know, like in the middle of the night, it was the second time I saw a coyote in the same area. Oh, really? Yeah, it was over, uh, for, no one will know, but it's over <laughs> by the the fire department. Are, are there are there any good coyote horror movies, I wonder? That's Ooh. a good question. Because, you know, I mean, they're, they're, they're. They can be dangerous as hell. We we have a lot. You know, I live I live way out in the sticks, mm -hmm. and uh, you know we we were over at my buddy's house uh, uh, last last week. Had a bonfire going, and man, those coyotes started howling. And, oh yeah. Uh, oh man. You know. So they're, when I was in Chicago and I was walking at night, it was very strange because there was coyotes there, and I didn't think mm -hmm. there was coyotes in Chicago. And I mentioned this on uh, Facebook, and someone sent me a link, and at first I thought, ah, whatever. But I started reading it, and they said that the coyotes can attack people. And what they do is one will come around and kind of – and then the other ones will go around. It does. It's very rare, but it's like a pack of coyotes if they get hungry. Yeah, and packs are bad. One yeah. coyote, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, big, no big deal. But mm -hmm. if, if, you get, if you get 
cornered by a pack of them, you're in trouble. Yeah, so we need, we need, we need giant bunnies. I know. That's from the coyotes. Yeah. Yep. This movie's really coming together. Could be a versus. It could be a versus. True. We'll yeah. have them go head to head. I, like this, I think the Sci-Fi Channel might be listening. Be careful. Yeah, I, that's I, right. I'll have giant bunny versus coyote. They'll mix them with like or volcanoes or something. That's as true. long as it gets made. It'll be it, yep. bunny option, bunny, erup, bunny eruption. <laughs> My number two has be been mentioned and is on everybody's down. list. I think uh-huh. is uh, Bruce the Shark and Jaws. All right, yeah, I've heard of that. Movie. My number two. I think it's yeah. I think it's gonna be pretty good. That's my number two as well. All right. Well, oddly enough, it's my number one. <laughs> my number one is Jaws. I think it's not only a great horror movie. I think it's uh, one of the best movies. Yeah, you gotta love that movie. Great, great cast, so great loved, suspense. It goes through yeah. many genres. It's not. You know, some people will argue it's not a horror movie, or you know, you could argue. Uh, to me, that could be the most movie. like stolen from movie oh, too. Yeah, like it's just up there, that and like Nightland Day. You know, yeah. But it seems like that, like that premise, like you, you've got like the uh, the one guy that's kind of not in the scene. You know, like he's kind of on the periphery, like he's a sheriff or a cop or just some dude. And then you get like the scientist guy. And then you get the hunter guy, the old grizzled. I've been hunting rabbits for 35 years, man and boy, and I'll tell you something. You're you know, you just you get those three people. <laughs> See, I'll be gonna, that guy in our yeah, movie. Yeah. Like, bunnies, don't trust them. Look them in their dead eyes. <laughs> You're hired. buck teeth looking at you. I've been hunting bunnies for 35 years. <laughs> I thought you were gonna, cause that is, but I thought you were gonna go with like the idea of like we can't shut the, we can't shut the beaches down because it's summer and we've got to make money. Well, that too, yeah. There's so many things, yeah. Which is yep. good copy. We can't shut down the right yep. now in the country. Yeah, we can't show, shut down the ski slope just because there's a few yetis around. Well, I've yeah, been having yetis for thirty five years. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Got the greedy bastards around. You're number one, Dan. Well, my number one was was them. Uh, as oh, we are. okay, excellent. Um, it's just to me, you know, it's it's the there. There's not just one giant ant. There's you know a whole hive of giant ants, and I think in in the giantizing of, of of creatures that may have been the most extreme one they took the tiniest oh, yeah. little little creature and made it relative to its original size the biggest and you know it, it's it's got you know military elements and, you know and if an ant was really big it would do a lot of damage because you know they're really yeah. strong well so that's that's their really... thing and they they oh, yeah. they seem to use it's the same sound that giantized an- animals make <laughs> in that movie and, and yeah, dozens right, of right. other insect movies. They're, they're, they all make that same, same kind of high-pitched 
employees. I think they still do. I think they still steal that like yeah. sound effect for, for everything like that. Yeah. That's why nature Might. made me very short though, because I'm just so powerful. If I was like you know six foot, it would just it would be unfair yeah, for me. Kill things accidentally. No. You tear doors off the hinges and things like that. Same thing. <laughs> See exactly, exactly. Yep. All right, my number one's been mentioned in uh, another gorilla movie. It's King Kong. Can't go wrong with King Kong. Hey, that rhymes. All right. Number one, Trista. The tagline. My number one is the cat from the cat from hell and tales from the dark side. Oh, awesome. Oh, awesome. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. To me, that's a really underrated anthology film. Yeah. It is. And that that one specifically is crazy. Mm -hmm. He like goes through his mouth and through his tummy. (laughs) Yep. And the old guy in that's so good. The guy from Pritzy's Honor and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, He's so good. Like, play uh, that creepy old directed. guy in every movie. Yeah, yep. all the actors. They're great character yep. actors. Yep. It's amazing. And I think it's a King story, right? It is, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, that's really... And I think it's got a great mummy in, in that. Not in that story, but in that anthology. In the anthology. Oh, yeah. It is a great uh, anthology. Mm-hmm. That's a good pick. One I didn't even think about, but yeah. Yeah, me either. You guys, you guys really did well. Like well, you, I, you both picked a lot of ones. I didn't some think things of. I didn't think of. I think this was a good list. So now you got to watch Killer Shrews. Uh, Andre, yeah. yeah, I do. I want to. Andreas and uh, and um, Lucas. Uh, Army ants in the Fourth Raiders movie. They bring. Uh, so anyway, if anyone does want to. Uh, Zoom in with your own picks. I'm going to post the link here in the chat. Now, someone right, wanted guys, to any honorable here. mentions? Yeah, I have several. Mine already. were mentioned already. Oh, okay. But were they honorably mentioned? <laughs> they were, yeah. I have a few other ones that I think we might have mentioned in passing, mm-hmm. like uh, Big Ass Spiders and Eight-Legged Freaks are both good, <laughs> like... Uh, giant spider movies right and uh with uh dark benedict when he turns into oh, a big yeah. snake which is really cool and yeah. then my weirdest choice even i think weirder than killer shrews is if somebody can find it uh bermuda depths which was a made for tv movie back in the 70s and it's got the best giant turtle in it Really? Mm. It's got Carl fucking Weathers in this movie. So Apollo yeah. Creed is in, in this movie. Man. Wow. Big ass cool. turtle. Wow. Yep. Did he battle the turtle? I hope so. I don't remember, but I, I in my mind he does. In my mind he's wearing his stars and stripes, uh, you know, Apollo <laughs> Creed uh-huh. trunks fighting right. the turtle. But I think this turtle's gigantic. I think it's like 200 feet long. It's like dies, camera, camera turtle. Yeah, huh. I mean, a snapper turtle itself is pretty scary. Oh yeah, this guy's just kind of like a leather back, like giant turtle. Yeah, but it, being a tortoise, so like you couldn't put him in the water, he'd drown. Oh, I see. So it wouldn't be as dangerous in the water, even if he was giant. 
How big is your tortoise right now? I haven't seen him for a while. Probably about, um, she's about that big. Jesus. Oh, wow. Like about really? the size of like a pie plate. Okay, because you She weighs like a hand. pound and a half. Yeah, I mean, she still would, but her legs would like hang over your fingers. She's a marginated tortoise, so she's got a little skirt. Huh. Her name is Hal, because we used to think it was a boy. Um, but the doctor told us, and I had never known how you could tell the difference between a male and a female tortoise or turtle. But on a male tortoise or turtle, they have a uh, concave chest on their, their shell so that they don't fall off the female tortoise, which oh, makes sense. Interesting. And so if they have a smooth belly, if it's flat, then it's a female, and that's what huh. she has. So it started off as Halle Berry. I mean, uh, no, it, now she's Halle Berry because we found out she's a girl. But she started out, uh, she was Hal Needham Jones when, when, because she's kind of a stunt man. She'll climb up things and jump <laughs> Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah, uh, and whatever she wants to be, you know, Hal works for, for anything she wants. Right, right. Uh, Alan uh, says Congo for. Uh, I'll bring the tortoise down sometime. I'll show. Uh, yeah, yeah. We always need some. Do you have any uh, pets, uh, Dan? Um, I, I we have we have a dog. He's uh, I don't know. He he came to us about I don't know a year and a half ago. He's a. Uh, He's a treeing walker coon hound, but everybody thinks he's a beagle. And so, anyway, he has he has self esteem issues. But, uh, he's a good dog. What's his name? Barnabas. Nice. Oh, that's a great name. Yeah. Adam. No, oh, uh, I think he's on mute. Have to unmute yourself, Adam. <laughs> Uh, I clicked on Whoa, you left it. Agent Horseshoe Adam Parks in the flesh. Uh, you got to unmute yourself, Adam. You're uh, muted at the moment. There you go. I think you're on with Spe us now. Speaking of Ernest Borg, what's happening? Adam, what's cooking? How you doing, my friend? Good. Good. What's going on? Did Say hi to everybody. Oh, hi, Neil. This, this is hi, Dan. our old friend, hey Adam Parks. I've known Adam since he was a little kid. Oh, wow. He used to be our weatherman. Yep. <laughs> nice. Yep, that's me. Hi, to Trista. Hi. Hi. Did you have any, you uh, tonight, an animal in horror movies that uh, we didn't mention? No, I do have a cat. All right, well, that oh, We can put him in a horror movie. What's his name, Adam? Ruby. Ruby, that's a good name. Uh, Very cute. Are you up in Boston now? Yes. Good. It's, today it was nice up here. Today it was in the 60s. He continues oh. his work as a weatherman. <laughs> Oh, good. A little cooler for you. This yes. Good. 
see some ones uh, that weren't mentioned. I had uh, front were mentions was so the octopus and Bride of the Monster. Oh, um, nice! It's really terrible, but but it's more for the for the Ed Wood scene, the movie, the scene in Ed Wood. Oh yeah, where they reference it. Um, the monkey and monkey just to get Lagosi roll it around with the octopus. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's an amazing scene in Ed Wood. Yeah. Um, the monkey and monkey shines, which I know Troy is not a, a fan of. <laughs> I, I personally like. Never that. warmed up to monkey shines. Monkey goes down. The guy kills. Even though it's the guy got a monkey in it, he eats, he eats the monkey. So. I don't. I don't. Uh, Komodo dragons in the movie Komodo. It's a re- little known movie from a few years, or probably ten years ago. I say a few. It's a really good uh, monster movie. Or animal attacks me. And, yeah, I like that one too. Yeah, they look good. And uh, the Komodo dragon eats a dog, which is, it's like, you know, one of the big taboos of horror movies. When a, the animal gets And so you, you get you get upset when it, but it's a good one. Well, maybe. I never heard of it. This is my cat. This kidding. Oh, hello. Oh. Hello, Ruby. Nice to meet you. Oh, Trista's got a cat too, Adam. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, he's sleeping. Otherwise, I would grab him, but he doesn't like it if I disturb his slumber. Nobody does. Really. <laughs> Look at that sleeping. Yeah, it's very similar to my little cafe. Oh yeah, you're right. Oh. Well, Adam, you got anything going on tonight? AJ says David is a superstar. Nice. Isn't he, though? Thank you. I agree. (laughs) Very proud of David. Uh, The crocodiles and crawl. Oh, yeah. Um, Yep. I I almost mentioned Mothra. I almost did as well. Oh yeah, that's true. There's there's probably a lot of those Japanese monsters. That's true. You could think of like Gamera and stuff. Yeah. And Neil with his giant beetle. Has it gotten bigger? No, it's growing like by the magnet. Get him in my hand and bringing him here, but I don't know if it would if it bites or anything. (laughs) Might be getting hungrier. Now he just pulled. He's pulled out his wings. He's oh, now he's trying to scare you. He's over on the wolf man. No, anyway, no one can see him. So I guess I possibly. He's only in your imagination. I didn't see him in the photo. I have the fly and the fly, but he doesn't really doesn't make an appearance in the fly. But I mean, that, that's a. I know most people like the remake. I like the original fly. Yeah, me. The remake's just really a gross-out movie, and I think the ending of the the original fly is like it's sad. He's there and he's like, kill me, kill me. Like, that was that was very disturbing to me as a child. Yeah, when he's stuck in the web, that's bad news. I think that's all the ones that I have. Oh, the Mutant Baron Prophecy is also one that's not mentioned. Oh, yeah, yep. 
that's so funny. We were just talking about that the other week, and uh, that, then I quickly forgot all about it. And uh, people don't know, so Dan and I are wearing uh, zombie bear attack shirt. I love that. Maybe that Dan hopes to uh, to make. I don't know where that's at at the moment. Oh, we're still looking for money. <laughs> I've got the metal Luna mutant shirt. Oh, that's a great one too. Yeah, that is a Tron like by Troy and, and color design. It's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, still looking for uh, money. It's probably not a great time at the moment, I guess, to be looking for money to make a movie. No. But hopefully, at some point, the cool shirt. I'm, I keep trying. Because you, you said you were writing another script. How many scripts uh, have you written? I've got four done. And I've got um, three of them kind of prepped for financing. Um, just... Yeah, looking looking for those dollars. The the other one, one of the other ones is a uh, it's a kind of a cryptid creature movie based on the uh, the legend of the Billy Whack Monster, which is a it's a kind of a it's it's an old legend from California. There's uh, there's a, a ranch, a, a goat ranch called the Billy Whack Ranch that uh, got going in the, I think in the 20s. And then it was, uh, it was owned by a, uh, a Jewish guy who I guess kind of disappeared uh, during World War II. And all of these legends kind of popped up about there being this this goat man living out in the woods, you know, attacking people and goats things. But anyway, it's, it's a fun script. It's got Nazis in it. So. I like it. Cause it's weird. That's one, uh, one, you know, crypt that I've not heard from you heard of. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's a very local legend out there. Right. There's probably a lot of things like that, you know, uh, locally that, you know, not everyone else knows. The moth. I don't think me, people knew a lot about the moth man until recently. In West no. Is that something you're interested in? Like, uh, or is it just because it's local to you? What's that? Is that something you're interested in? You know, crypt, cryptoids, cryptids, or is it just because that one's local? Oh, yeah. Um, you know. Yeah, they all fascinate me. It's I'm always it's, surprised nobody's done one about like the Jersey Devil. Yeah. That one's been around for a long time and yeah. well, you've got a catchy name. Yeah, I've got a I've got another one that like I said I, I was I've been working on for or not working on for months about a, a lake monster. I live up in the Fear Lakes in New York. And um, a few of the lakes have their own lake monster legends. Um, but the, the one in Cayuga Lake has, uh, has persisted for hundreds of years, apparently. 
uh, but I, I'm, I'm trying to finish the script. It's hard. Uh, we haven't had a good Lake Monster movie in a while. No. Um, that would be fun. I like monster uh, movies. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I do want to uh, mention before I forget to is a giant, uh, big freaking rat since we're doing the animal uh, attacks uh, tonight. And that's coming out. Uh, Joe Castro, who we've had on the show you know, a bunch of times, uh, did the uh, the effects for it. He actually made a great, a big freaking rat for the movie. A big giant nice. murderous rat. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping Joe is going to work on uh, oh, nice. my Slaughter Farm movie. Ooh. Again, we're, you know, we're, we're looking for a million bucks. So we'll we'll oh, see yeah. how soon that happens. That's that'd be good. Joe wants to make giant bunnies. <laughs> well, you got to write the script. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I think he'd be on board. We'll get Joe involved in all the on the without your head uh, ideas here. But Joe's a great guy. Did you do you know him, uh, Dan? Have you met him at shows or not? Not personally. We've never met in person, but yeah, we've 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 messaged. And uh, super whatnot. like super positive guy and very, very talented we, we, guy. Yeah, we we know a lot of the same people. So yeah, yeah. I he's a good dog dad too. Was that? He's a good dog. Oh, dad. he is. Yes, very good. All right, you guys have a good night. I'm gonna go catch my local news. All right, enjoy. nice meeting you and your kitty. Nice meeting you too. Thank good night, you. Adam. Good night. Was Adam, also known as Horseshoe, our former weatherman here on the show. So, uh, uh, Dan, uh, last time I saw you was in uh, Worcester at Rock and Shock. Yeah, that was a good time. Yeah, was it was the last so convention you got to go got to go before everything happened. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't do that many, but that's 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 that, actually that's the only show I've ever done twice. Oh, really? Yeah, that that was a good show. It's a shame it was the last one. Yeah, because it, it was the first convention I had been to, um, Rock and Shock, because uh, it's in Boston, so it's local to me. And uh, uh, when we first, when we started the show, uh, I contacted them. It was their second year, and our very first uh, guest was Sid Haig to promote Rock yeah. and Shock. And so, you know, I had a you know, relationship with them for, for years, you know, with without your head. So it is sad if that is the last one. It's yeah. uh, it's weird because they announced it was the last one, and then one of the other partners in it said it's coming back. I think there's oh, some really? kind of rift between the two people, the yeah. two partners. So I'm not sure yeah. exactly what exactly happening, but uh, or if you know when they'll actually be able to do conventions again, anyway. Yeah, it seems like it seems like it's pretty much over for this year. Yeah, I mean, there's one happening this weekend, but it doesn't seem like the best idea. Uh, yeah, we'll see. What, what what made you do that one uh, for uh, a second time? Um, I don't. Uh, you know, Gina was just always. Yeah, uh, it, it's it was one of the best run shows I, I've done. You know, um, and it's fun. You know, it's you know I I made a lot of friends there and was happy to go back. You know. Yeah, we went. I mean, I, 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 I tend to make friends everywhere. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, now I still hear from people from that Kansas City show, which I can't remember the name of. Crypticon, maybe. I can't. 
Uh, I can't. Yeah, Crypticon? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I never, I've never oh, been to a Crypticon, but I think that's a big one in Kansas City. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're, they're, they're all fun, but, you know, it is an ordeal to do them. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't see too many anymore either. I, 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 I have limited capacity for it. So. I went to that one because you were there. I was like, Dan's here. I'm going to go. But oh, you're all right. a big reason. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thanks for coming out. Yeah, and we went. And how's, had, how's your how's how's your movie coming? That we we yeah, Dan is in uh, has a cameo in the, in the movie. Um, nice. Once in Future Smash, and uh, so then we filmed most of that movie at Mad Monster in Charlotte in February. Uh, myself, Sophia. Cassiola and Michael Epstein filmed it, but you know, one of the producers, the three of us. Uh, so we did that at that Mad Monster in Charlotte. And so we got like pretty much most of it finished. Uh, Michael says half, but I, I would say it's over half, but, uh, but anyway, but that was right before the, uh, the pandemic. That was like literally yeah. like a couple weeks, I think. And then, so uh, we still need to get some stuff, which I know we've been there. Michael's been thinking of different ways, you know, he doesn't want to have to do stuff like, you know, where people would film it, you know, at their, at their own, if we can avoid yeah. that, but we, I, I don't know. But uh, so hopefully I have no, really don't know. And, and it's safe to, to film things again, but thank you for, for, uh, for your, you were tremendous. You're uh, you really got the, uh, the comedy that we were going for. Well, Neil, th- thanks for letting me say words. I hardly ever get to say words. You were you know? and you were so good in our award show. Honestly, I was like, uh, I was. I told people, I said Dan should do more stuff because oh, yeah. a very dry sense yep. of humor, uh, very good delivery. I know people don't realize that they think, oh yeah, the big guy making the killer who doesn't talk. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, yeah, we'll put you in this. Well, I can't say we. Hey, Trista will put you in this giant uh, bunny movie. I'm making it my own. Yeah, and and I won't cast you as the giant bunny. <laughs> oh, I'd be a, I'd be an awesome giant bunny film. I know that would be kind of cool. Cast you. Right, well, you could be a talking giant bunny, maybe. Yeah, as long as he can talk, I think then that's good. I'll consider it. Okay. <laughs> it, um, I was like, to be the funny hunter. Oh, you would you hop? <laughs> no. <laughs> Which one of us, or everyone? Everyone should bunny hop on this movie. Yeah, I, I, I do all my own stunts. So. Oh. <laughs> This is really taking on a life of its own. I know. <laughs> AJ wants to be cast as a giant <laughs> As a what? As a giant carrot. Nice. Oh, wow. That's dangerous. Yeah, I guess he gets, he gets eaten by the That's bunny. That's true. I like it. All right. All right, we're gonna write this in here. I like it too. Maybe, maybe that's how they conquer the the giant bunnies. It's with kind of exploding carrots or something. <laughs> oh! They they breed uh, you know nitroglycerin carrots. Nice. Whoa! 
I was just thinking like, oh, their eyesight is better because they're eating carrots. You made it way cooler. (laughs) 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 They say if you eat a lot of carrots, your your skin will actually turn orange too. I think you'd have to eat like mountains. I think you'd have to eat mountains of carrots. Well, then you could run for president. That's a whole other movie. <laughs> right, that's different right. kind of horror. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. That's too true to life and horror, I think. Uh, Andre says she loves the killer bunny from the Holy Grail. Oh yeah. Retreat, treat. So, you, so you don't really watch a lot of uh, current stuff, Dan. Me? Yeah. No, I, I'm I'm way behind. You know, for for the longest time, I I maintained uh, a 20 year rule that if I didn't see a movie when it first came out, I would wait 20 years, and if it was still around, I'd then wow. watch it. And that got me into all sorts. I, I I've fallen so far behind; it's ridiculous. So you're watching movies from 1990. Well, you should be watching movies from 1990 under the under that rule. Yeah, I'm I'm almost to the to the millennium. Right. But, <laughs> well, yeah. 20 years that would be 2000. Oh, yeah. geez, I'm yeah, yeah yeah. That's that's really crazy to think of. <laughs> yeah, but I you know I I'm still missing I'm you know hell. Uh, Troy mentioned a couple from the 70s that I haven't seen yet, so. Yeah, there's there's no way to uh, yeah. keep up with it. To amend this to the sixty year old, maybe. <laughs> Run away, yes, that was a good one. So, uh, what so what are you up to now, Dan? Um, I've been working on my uh, my coffee business. Really, Killer Killer's Choice Coffee. Nice. I'm a big coffee fan. I don't oh yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you some. We're gonna have a new, uh, a new one coming out. Uh, I hope next week. Um, the uh, the first one is is available at killerschoice.com. Um, but it's 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 uh. Can you balanced. roast your own beans? No, I, I have a roaster here in New York who does them, and they're they're really good. You know, they they do all organic, fair trade coffee. It's 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 all top notch stuff. My 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 wife has her own line of tea, and she's she's British. And you know, when she started doing that, I said, "Oh, you should do some coffee too," because I I only drink coffee. And she she kind of. I don't know, scowled at the idea. And so I took that as, as a challenge and decided to come up with my own. Been working on it, on it on and off for a couple of years, but I finally got it pulled together and, and we're actually doing it now. So anyway, you can also get Zombie Bear t-shirts on that website, by oh, the way. Cool. Oh, very cool. Yeah. yeah, and, you know, goes goes straight to funding the movie. That's Which yeah, that's I, a, I only yeah. I need to only sell you know like forty thousand shirts, uh-huh. and I could make the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I haven't sold that many yet. Right, right. right. 
So, uh, are you a are you a dark roast guy, light roast, medium roast? Uh, dark. The darker, uh, yeah, the better. I agree, hundred percent. It's, oh, it's called man. killer. It's called good killer's man. choice. It's not. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, yeah I tried the. It's just weak. I like the. Uh, I've been drinking. <laughs> it's ex, an extra dark roast, the Vermont from Vermont that I like. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you some. All right. Yeah, I will. I'll review it and drink it on the show. There you go. See, that's good advertising. Yeah. yeah of course. Definitely, we'll do that. I'd be happy to. So, uh, over the years, would you say that um, Texas Chainsaw 3D has uh, had always always had its fan base, or do you think it's grown like with its fan base? Oh yeah, I think it's growing big time. Um, you know, they're, they're, it's it's amazing the number of of Texas Chainsaw fans I've met who've never seen the original. Oh, <laughs> you really? know, I mean, yeah. You know, so there's 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 all sorts of room, you know. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the box office, I mean, it did really well. So in private, a lot of them were young people who, you know, because, you know, some of us are kind of in the horror bubble. So we assume, you know, everyone, yeah. you know, yeah. is in, in to watch all the horror movies. But it was a lot of people that yeah. would just go to the movies just to see new movies and, and hadn't seen, you know, uh, a lot of the classic horror movies. Yeah. And it, you know, it shows up on a lot of the streaming services still. Right. And that, that just, you know, that's the way kids watch movies today. Have they ever done a, because like, like usually at like conventions, it would be like a Texas Chainsaw alumni. So like, you know, different people with Leatherface and different people play yeah. you know, another part. Have they ever just done like a Texas uh, Chainsaw 3D uh, reunion anywhere? Um, Have I... I don't think, no, not just 3D. Um, you know, I used to do the, basically every show I did, you know, uh, either Gunner or R.A. Or, or Bill Johnson were there. Um, sometimes all of them, those were the best ones, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, I only got to do one show with uh, Marilyn Burns before she passed. Uh, I've only done one show with Terry McMahon uh, and uh, Ed, uh, John Dugan, of course. Yeah, no, it's 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 kind of a franchise-wide extravaganza when they do it, you know. Yeah, yeah. And it's weird because no, everyone I know from the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies are very nice people. It's true. That is kind of like a family, like that whole group of people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I find that's true in general of, of horror movie people. That's actually, you know? that's pretty true. That's a good point. In particular, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's only like a handful of people, or maybe even one that I can really think of that I've ever had an issue with. So, yeah, that's a yeah. good point. And uh, yeah, just, I, all the leather faces, though, are, are some of my favorite people now that I think about it. It's true. Only the best people are Leatherface. It's true. Yeah. Well, I, I think I think I think Leatherface is your your thinking man's uh, killer. You know, he's 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 a very intellectual uh, intellectual monster. You know, the other big ones are you know Freddy and Jason and, and uh, Michael. 
Michael, Michael Myers. Myers. Yeah, they, 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 they all have this kind of supernatural element to them. But, you know, Leatherface is just good people. That's true, because even, like, I would argue that Jason starts off as regular. I know some yeah. people argue yeah. Jason. But as the yeah. movies progress, uh, he becomes, obviously, after six, he's supernatural. But, uh, yeah. yeah, there's, and Michael he's Myers can be, you know, you could argue one way or the other. He's the actual boogeyman, and, uh, you know, is he or isn't he? But, yeah, but Leatherface it would clearly be a human, and all the family members. Yeah. It's interesting. Uh, Leatherface has to be smart because he can't die. Because he can die is what Alan. He can says. die. Right. There's always there's always jeopardy. Yeah. Right. I'm sure I've asked you this before, but uh, why didn't they ever do a sequel to your to to the 3D one? Um, they wrote the script, and there was some, you know, infighting amongst the producers whether to do the sequel or do that prequel. And, um, you know, they, I don't know if they flipped a coin or what, but they decided to, to do the prequel first. And it took them so long to make it that they lost the rights. So, you know, the rights reverted back to Vortex. And, and uh, now somebody else is making, you know, a whole, from what I understand, it's it's not a literal sequel to 3D, but it it does take place uh, temporally post 3D. You know, I'm not sure if they if they use any of the characters. I mean, other than the ones from the original that are in. 3D. So, yeah, it's it's kind of a, a, a from what I understand, it's kind of a reimagining of the whole thing yet again. So, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see what they come up with. Mm-hmm. That is one thing with Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It does uh, you know reboot so often? But yeah, I mean, you could do say anything about Halloween, I guess. Yeah. Do you are you are you like uh, familiar with the other? Because you mentioned you know Freddy and Jay. Have you watched all those all the other franchises? I haven't seen all of the iterations. I saw the originals of every all of them and a few of the sequels. I you know I don't think I've seen beyond like the you know second or third Friday the Thirteenth or or. Uh, I've seen a few of the Halloweens, you know, but yeah, no, I, 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 I'm not, I'm not up to speed on all of them. Yeah. But the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre was one that you, you were, you know, even before you were associated with the movies, that was the one that you were into. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I've seen every, every one of them. Um, except the Leatherface one, that, that, that one after ours, I still haven't seen that. They, they sent me the script to that movie when they, were trying to decide what to make and yeah i i don't know yeah no offense anyone uh, you don't necessarily need to see that movie but, yeah yeah what was it about texas Chainsaw massacre that that uh that drew you to it i don't know i you know i had heard about the movie 
back in the late 70s, you know, when it was always this kind of, you know, mythical, you know, band forbidden movie. And then they re-released it, I believe, in 1981. And um, I, I was living in Las Vegas, uh, going to high school. And, you know, when, when I saw that, you know, coming soon uh, to the drive-in in Vegas, I, I, I told my buddies, I said, man, we got to go see this movie because, you know, I, I couldn't figure it out. It must have been some kind of mistake that they were going to show this, this banned movie at the, at the drive-in. So we went to see it and it, 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 you know, it, it, uh, you know, it lived up to expectations too. Um, I, it, it strikes me when you, when you remember in your own head, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, it's like recalling your own nightmare. You know, it, it, it gets into your head somehow. It's, it's just really a well-made movie. Um, you know, it's, it, but it's very nightmarish, you know, the whole, the whole thing, you know. It was, it was, it was the first VHS tape I ever bought. Um, well, actually, no, I bought two of them. The other one was Eraserhead, but, uh, you know, the, and those were the only two VHS tapes I had for, you know, the first few years that, you know, VHS machines existed and I wore them out. The two midnight movies, Sex Chainsaw yeah. Massacre and uh, yeah. Eraserhead. And uh, yeah, there's something about uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original one. It's uh, said about a band movie. There, when you watch it, it, it does have that gritty feeling, like it's almost something you're not supposed to be watching. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the nightmare feels really, I think, uh, like the, the family. They're all so weird, and it's like you know, it's like you shouldn't be there, and you want you want Marilyn to get out of here, and you're kind of you're kind of seeing them through her eyes. And then yeah, um, when people talk about Scream Queens, I think she should be the the top one because i think her performance that movie is just oh yeah yeah well it it it, i think it spawned a genre of film you know i mean it's it's had so many you know emulators i wouldn't say imitate a lot of the the rob zombie movies are much very much emulated off uh texas oh yeah yeah and I mentioned before, like, because you said about having like a VHS copy. Um, I, I personally think Texas Chainsaw Massacre is better seen uh, lower quality, because uh, I seen it at the theater in like an old thirty-five millimeter print that wasn't particularly good, but it, the movie experience was better. Because then I saw it at the same theater when it was restored, uh, a digital print, and it yeah. It was, Still a great movie, but it, uh, being clearer, I think, uh, took away from the movie. And I think they even yeah, I, I think I think I think they may have done a disservice when they did the restoration because it was shot on on Super sixteen, you know, which is you know it's it's a completely different photographic medium from you know today's yeah eight K digital, you know. Um, and then when they, uh, I haven't, I haven't seen a, a restored uh, version on a big screen. Um, but yeah, I, I don't, yeah, it, 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 
It looks more like an actual, like not an actual movie. That's a bad term, but like a more of a, a standard typical movie. As yeah. Well, so it takes away that grittiness of the Yeah. Thing. Yeah. And yeah. I, you know, uh, I think sometimes those older movies, they were purposely, you know, they had shadows and stuff to hide certain things. And then when yeah. you, uh, when you brighten them up too much, you're actually taking away of some of the filmmaking. Yeah. Well, uh, and you know, Toby told the story about when they made that movie, you know, they, they picked the fastest 16 millimeter film they could find. And, and, you know, use that because they were afraid they didn't have enough lights. And so that's why, you know, when you watch the scene in the van, the windows are just completely burned out. You, you can barely see anything happening outside the van. Um, and it was just a function of, of, you know, the necessity of making a low budget movie. You know, they, they didn't have the lights, they didn't have the, but, and they didn't have the, the budget for multiple film stocks. You know, there, there's all sorts of things that affected that, that movie and the way it came out. And, and it turns out it was a, it was a positive effect, you know, because that, that, that relentless glare, you know, let you feel the heat, you know, and the, and the, and the stifled atmosphere of that van and how miserable they all were. Cause they were all really just sweating and, you know, it's, 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 it's cool. Yeah. yeah. yeah you know, some really crazy stories that like kind of really cuts uh, Marilyn with, with the, with the blade yeah. in the movie. Yeah. And, and it was kind of going crazy in, in the heat and the mask and everything. What was the mask like for you to wear? Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's hot and sweaty. We were shooting in Shreveport, Louisiana in July and August. Um, and it was, you know, I, I usually didn't start work until after dark, but it was still, you know, a hundred degrees and, and, you know, 95% humidity. Um, yeah, it's, it's. It's it's a challenge. Um, you can't see for shit in a mask. I don't know how Leatherface really did his business, but you know somehow by scent he knew. Uh-huh. Do you have your own mask? Like, like even either not from the movie or did have you? No, you have like a no. They they the the movie masks are all still at K and B effects. They they kept them all. Which I always thought they should have given me one, but they didn't. But that's, yeah. that's all right. I agree. I would tell them, but it'll do no no good. Yeah, no. <laughs> you're not supposed to say yeah, no, so quickly. But <laughs> so, I'm sure your word will, will really help out. Uh, when you're doing the conventions, anyone ever give you anything unusual, like as a gift? Any of the, the fans or anybody? Um, cool stuff. You know, they make stuff. Uh, Leatherface themed. You know, uh, I have a I have a leather face Christmas ornament. Um, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of creative people, and some of the artwork, you know, people come up with. Um, you have a few uh, a few paintings people have done. You know, they gave me copies. I signed the original one for them. That's uh, pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, uh, you know, 
Folks love Leatherface. Who did the zombie bear attack? That design? Um, he's going to kill me because I can't remember his name. Um, sorry for this. This, yeah, I'm, I'm terrible with names. Anyway, he's he's an artist. He's from uh, he's from Australia. Um, it has a signature on it, but I cannot make it out. Yeah, yeah, I left it on there. Um, shoot, I can't. Yeah, such a good guy to work with. Yeah, I, I need to. I owe him money. Uh, I got. Uh, I guess. I, I guess I should. I should get in contact with him again. <laughs> what the hell is this? Oh God! I should. I should remember these things. I don't. It's old. It's hell getting old. Right. Right. Yeah, I'm getting old. I'm, uh, I'm not as old as my brother, though. He's he's much older. No. no. I always think I'll catch up to him, but I, I don't think time works that way. No. Uh, AJ says it's got to be cool to be in the Leatherface fraternity, especially as uh, someone who uh, owned the VHS. No. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's it's been a great gift, you know. And did you had you ever met Toby Hooper? Yeah, yeah. We uh, when uh, when 3D opened, there was a uh, there was a party at the producer's house, and uh, Toby was there, and we. We talked for, well, you know, everybody was was, you know, flitting around him. You know, there were there were a lot of fans there, and uh, I don't know. It was about it, it started to you know calm down about eleven o'clock, and so uh, I grabbed a couple of cigars from the humidor and and went up to him and I said I I'm gonna apologize because I'm about the fanboy a bit. And then, you know, he was just such a nice guy. He, we, we sat down, had a cigar, um, talked, uh, had another cigar, talked some more. Um, and I told him all my theories. And he, he said, he, he, was, he was very generous to me. He said, you know, I really, he said, I really loved what you did with the character. He says, you, you seem like one of the, one of the first actors to really get the character and it was because we were you know we we were going back to the original you know a lot of the a lot of the other sequels uh and later iterations added multiple layers and dimensions to that character and they were all good but we went back to the original and the original was the one that of course so we was the most fond of yeah it, it, and i've i've heard people tell stories that you know toby is was a you know less than friendly guy and you know he could be a pain in the ass or hard to work with or something but man he was he was just so genuinely nice to me i couldn't believe it and uh at the end of the night it it, it was after three in the morning and uh, there weren't many people left at the party. And uh, my wife and I had a, a, a bit of a drive to go home. So we finally had to give up and, and leave. And uh, as, as we were saying our goodbyes, Toby stands up and says, you know, I've, I've, got, I've got to give you a hug. <laughs> and, you know, of course... I I returned the hug and you know he was just he was just really, really a nice guy. 
um, I think he was, I think he was genuinely touched that, that we put as much effort into, you know, doing homage to the original that we did. Um, I think, I think that ended up meaning something for us. So. When you were, when you, when you do, uh, for, I don't know, we're getting this feedback. When you do prepare, when you did prepare for, uh, to play Leatherface, you know, and you're going back to the original, what were some of the things you picked up about the character for your performance? His, his constant motivation is not anger, it's fear. Leatherface is scared of everybody. And the one, the one thing we added to, uh, to the, the, the character um, in the original Leatherface depended on his family to tell him what to do. And he, you know, like he you was, said, he was afraid, afraid of all his own family. And, and every, every other human being there, you know, there, there was obviously he had an affection for a mother figure somewhere. And, and he also loved grandpa. You know, when, when he and the hitchhiker bring grandpa down to, to dinner, you know, carrying the, the chair and set him up at the, at the table, Leatherface actually kisses grandpa on the head, you know, and, you know, he's, 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 he's got a lot of love, but he's constantly afraid. He, uh, you know, people coming into the house terrified and he lashed out fear, fear is so much greater a motivation than, than anger, you know, for violence. And that's, that's what Leatherface had. Um, but he was, you know, he, 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 he thought a lot, you know, he, he's not a, a complete imbecile. He, he definitely had a point of view, but he also had, you know, his, his, his self-image was entirely in his mask. You know, and Gunner, Gunner said um, when we were shooting on the movie, which was a few weeks after we had started, you know, he said, he said, he said, my concept was if you took the mask away, you'd find nobody there. You know, he was the mask. And that was one of the things that we kind of had to add to the character is, you know, he lost everything that was himself in his family. And so if he wasn't going to die, he was going to have to become some kind of a human being himself. And there really then became somebody behind the mask. And that was kind of the, the difference um, in, in, the, in the, well, how the character evolved between the two movies. Uh, what you said about fear, I mean, uh, that's when animals are the most dangerous, is it? When oh, sure. When they're scared. Sure. Yeah. Like, I see skunks a lot just, you know, walking around, and I know they're totally fine as long as you don't scare them. So, you know, leave alone. Yeah. Really cool with you. And, uh, you know, you joked a few times about, you know, uh, people see you as, you know, playing the big guy with the mask. Um, uh-huh. Do you ever think that people don't appreciate what it takes to, to be an actor in a mask. A lot of people, you know, they might think that could be anybody, but the, like you were saying here, there's a lot of different things you had to think about, you know, to play the Yeah. Character. 
Yeah, you know, I mean, I could I could probably teach somebody, pretty much anybody, to play the role. Uh, you know, and if they're physically big enough and all that, you know, you can learn to do it, but don't just put on a mask and expect to be the character. You know, the the trick the trick with a mask is you don't have facial expressions. You know, and and Leatherface doesn't say anything. You know, and you know, to to communicate anything, wearing a mask has to involve some very deliberate movement. You know, you need to you need to move some particular way and and give it meaning, and that's not easy to do. And it's contrary to, you know, there's nothing natural about it. You know, in in seemed like that almost yeah, like an outdated type of acting. To, yeah, to, yeah. You know, to move. To. Yeah, it's 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 not the. It's not the way they teach acting today, <laughs> to be sure. Uh, almost, it's more like clowning. Like yeah, I was going to say, yeah, yeah, or miming or something, yeah, or even stage acting to a degree. Yeah, to emote to like the people in the back, as yeah. opposed to someone, you know, close up on a movie. Um, what, did you had you ever did you see the movie in three D? Oh yeah. What did you think uh, of the three D itself? Um, I think it's one of the best 3D horror movies ever shot, you know, c- cinematography wise. Um, you know, the, the guys who did the, the actual technical part of the 3D are the best in the business. I mean, it was, and there's, a, there's all sor- sorts of, of rules to 3D cinematography that, that, that are, are different than just shooting in 2D. Um, the, the, there's, there's two technicians who operate the, the 3d cameras as you're shooting, you know, one of them controls the separation between the two cameras and the other one controls, you know, the focus and, you know, all of those moves need to be coordinated or it looks terrible. And these guys were just, and you know how good I am with names. Uh, it was, what the heck was his name? Anyway, um, you know, it, it, it was really incredible to see how they did that. And it adds a whole level of, of you know, complexity to the actual shooting. You know, it's, you know, after every shot, it was, you know, is you know we've got picture we've got sound we've got 3d you know we've got effects so it was, an, it was another layer of of things to to be aware of apparently the when they shot uh i don't know it was a conan movie or something in 3d it was some movie where the guy had a sword okay and yeah. they tried to shoot it way too close because the sword would constantly be breaking the frame. You know, the sword would start here and then go out like that. And if it, depending on how it went out, it would disappear in one eye before it would disappear in the other. And it would turn into this kind of ghost image. And, you know, it was this whole weird thing and it had to do with the sword. And so they ended up spending like a million dollars to fix it. And it was, you know, horribly expensive and you know and it was just a technical problem with shooting in 3d and so we were we 
that that was that was a difficult thing. It's 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 one thing to be able to judge, you know, what what your frame is, you know, looking at a regular camera. Um, you know, you you kind of get a feel for different lenses and how wide they are, and you know how how big the frame, the space you have to work in is. And three D, it's 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 a completely different camera rig. You know, it's this big, it's this big uh, magnesium and and carbon fiber apparatus with a big mirror in it, and it's it's this whole different looking machine. So it was it was it was a challenge to you know kind of get a feel to that that new three D space. Interesting. <clears throat> Have you ever worked in three uh, D, Trista? No, I haven't. It's really interesting to hear about. Yeah. Uh, did you have any questions, Trista? Sorry. No, I don't have a question. I do have a comment. Uh, as an actor myself, I just, I, I just love he hearing you talk about the process, and I was just enjoying that so much. And I thought what you were saying about fear, as an actor, but also just in this day and age in life in this country is like is a really profound thing that you just said and, and i'm going to rattle it around my brain for a little while so thank you for speaking on that oh i'm glad you liked it uh, well, what were so, what would be some of the mannerisms you when you're talking about having fear uh of as a motivation for leatherface would you would that be just something you kept in your head when you're playing the character or is there anything specifically like you do to get that across on the on camera well um, yeah, I mean, you always have to do something with it. Um, and it's, it's in, in, in working in the mask, you have to, you know, show hesitation of action, you know, like when the, in, in, in the, in the movie, when the, when he's pursuing the, the, the girl over the top of the Ferris wheel and then the cop shows up, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't challenge the cop. He's immediately scared, you know, and, you know, he, he never looks like he's going to attack the cop. He's, he's, he's immediately afraid and, and, you know, he wants the girl, he wants to kill the girl, but, you know, he's ultimately, scared of that cop and he ends up throwing his chainsaw at him, uh, you know, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's that physical, you know, kind of cowering, you know, which is, is, you know, it's, it's not the, the, the typical reaction where he's not scared in the movie is when he's in the basement. He's, he's, all powerful in the basement. He knows it. You know, he he knows every inch of that basement. Oh, yeah, anybody yeah, yeah, down yeah, yeah. yeah. Any anybody comes in the basement, it's his. You know, and he's ultimately lethal there. But you know, anywhere else, anywhere out in the world, and I think I think our movie was the first time we ever really saw Leatherface out in public. You know, he was. Yeah, I think so. Besides maybe like running through the woods or something. But yeah, like with other yeah. people. I think a lot of predators are ultimately very cowardly. 
That's a good point. What was that scene like to, to film in the in the amusement park? Oh, it was fun. Um, we, uh, you know, we had, I think we had 150 extras. And we built, the, you know, it's a real traveling carnival. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had a, uh, you know, a complete blackout on anybody. If you were, all the extras had to leave their their uh, their uh, te- their mobile phones in the cars, but nobody was allowed to have a mobile phone. They didn't want anybody taking pictures or anything, and they didn't want anybody. You know, they didn't want to leak anything about Leatherface. That was their big thing. And you know, one of one of the things we knew from uh, uh, from the uh, original was. Leatherface really gored the shit out of his right leg at the end of the movie, you know, and so, you know, it was the kind of chainsaw wound that never completely heals. And so he had this limp and, you know, it was his right leg. And so we were doing the, doing the scene and it took, I think, I think we did it for two days um, shooting that sequence. And anyway, everybody, you know, there wanted to meet Leatherface. And so between every take, you know, I'd walk around and shake hands and, you know, sign whatever anybody wanted signed and all that. And, uh, you know, because uh, most, most, most of the extras were, were underpaid, if paid at all, you know, um, it's, that's just the nature of of the business. They were doing it because they loved the movie. And so anyway, I, I had a good time talking to everybody, but it was so bloody hot and humid that, um, we had two people walking around with, uh, with, uh, coolers full of Gatorade, making sure everybody was drinking. They would, they would come up and ask, when was the last time you peed? And, uh, you know, if you couldn't remember, you had to drink a Gatorade, you know, and, and so we were constantly trying to stay hydrated, but it, it got the, it, 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 it got away from me at one point and I pulled a muscle because I was so dehydrated. I pulled a muscle in my left leg. And so to try and do the fake limp in the, in the leg that doesn't hurt, oh, that was hard, but you know. I think we got through. If I if I'd have had if I'd have gotten the pulled muscle in the right leg, it would have been perfect. <laughs> it just but, oh, yeah. Anyway, I don't think anybody ever picked up on it that uh-huh. the other leg was the one that actually hurt. <laughs> well, uh, Troy's gonna always stay hydrated. So we're gonna wrap up here because Troy's gonna get going. He works at night now, but I do want to uh, mention real quick: uh, the Outsider is coming out on Blu-ray uh, July twenty-eighth. Oh, it's got a lot of cool uh, specials, so uh, pick that up. We'll talk about it. I'll watch all these and talk about the show. But yeah, you get that HBO, uh, Amazon, wherever you get it. And where can people follow Dan Yeager? Um, I'm on Facebook. If, if, like I say, if you want to pick up a zombie bear shirt or some coffee, it's killerschoice.com. If you like tea, it's fiddlesticks.com. 
That's my, my wife's deal. Uh, and it's the best tea you can get, by the way. If, uh, you're a tea guy, aren't you? I drink both I drink tea and both. coffee. All right. Well, Trista, then, then we'll, we'll, the uh, I'm going to tease you with some tea, too, then. Right. But, yeah, Facebook is mainly the, the social media I engage in. And I'm just – there's there's a Dan Yeager Leatherface page, and then there's just me. Very good. I always love talking with you, Dan. Likewise, Neil. Thanks for having me. Trista, it was lovely, lovely to meet you. I, I hope Likewise. we'll see each other again. Troy? I would love that. All right. <laughs> it was very fun. Dan, always a pleasure. Day. Yeah. And we'll do something again sometime. Yep. All right, fellas. Oh, absolutely. Thank Take you. Yep. Bye. All right. Bye, everybody. There's everybody a lot of stuff coming up. Evening. Just go check out Without Your Head, and you'll find out. But actually, this Saturday, though, is uh, Severed Limbs Film Festival number two. Uh, 39 oh, films, all excited. short films. Oh, yeah. Time. So everyone uh, check that out. All Looking right. forward to that. Yes. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Nice. All right. Good night. Good night. to the search for modern-day conspiracies. The Tomb of Nick Cage is the new sound in horror rock. Uncover the mystery of old-world horror for the new world order on iTunes, Amazon, and more. The Tomb of Nick Cage. Find out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The Tomb of Nick Cage. Okay.